What's up, guys? Welcome to the In The Zone podcast, where we're talk all things BWBL related. Your co-host, Jagger. Here with Teddy. What's up, guys? Uh, today, for the first episode, we've got a few things in mind, a few topics, topics to go through. We're going to talk about some underrated teams, maybe some sleeper teams, get into some hot takes throughout the league, maybe talk about the BWBLPA Twitter mystery. No one really knows who runs the account. That was a joke. Talking to talk about some theories maybe there, and then who knows? Maybe we'll get a mystery guest towards the end of the podcast. Cue the intro. All right. Um, so number one on my list here, I got you know underrated in bold letters. Teddy, what do you think about like some underrated players who don't get as much you know attention, recognition as other players? Underrated players, well, it's a big league. I think a good place to start there would be Max Albi of Five Locos. Like him, like his game. Uh, you know he's a he's a really good pitcher. You weren't there when uh he played it for you. I was and not he showed, there. He threw it so fast. I think Hillis called the gun on him too. He was that good. He was good hitter. He could be a side young sleeper this year. Honestly. For sure, for sure. Um, Myself, I don't know. I kind of like, I kind of like Stu Kalady. Like, he doesn't have pitching, but like, when you look at that false Edels team, like you think Brett Kalady, you think, uh, you know, the new addition, Mike Sinti, Via Bro, uh, Anthony when he was there. But like, Stu Kalady was a big part of that team. Like, you know, I kind of think that he gets, like, overshadowed a lot. He definitely does uh, kind of get left like out of the four, picture. 14, eight home runs on the year. He's a good person, you know. 4-10 average, eight home runs, 33 RBIs. Yeah, That's a lot really of power. Good. Consistent. Played all 20 games last year as well. Consistency is very valuable. For my next underrated player... I'm gonna go to scared hitless with some Jonathan Fernandez. That's a crazy take. You know, he's a big character in the league, but he's <laughs> he's a huge character. He's scared hitless's leadoff hitter, and I don't think he gets the respect he deserves. What did he say in that one game last year? Uh, in the playoffs after a walk-off <laughs> home run, I think he said like, "I want, I want my respect. Give me my respect." Something along those lines. Uh, but you know what? He deserves it. Last year he hit 352, 526 OBP. That's very impressive, and that's what you want in a leadoff hitter, someone who's going to get on base consistently. And, you know, that's what he does. He was a big part of that scared hitless success. This next guy, who I have in mind, we talked about him, you know, George Moser from Kings of the North. You know, when you're on a team like that, that's good. They talk about, you know, Ficillo, you know, Peck, you know, the, the old guys. But Moser, man, this guy's stats are unbelievable. He played 13 games, barely over 10 games, but if he played every game, this dude's getting like 12, 12 at least home runs. He was set. He had seven home runs in 13 games, had a 550, uh, 5.47 average, and he pitched really well. He had a 2.54 ERA with 43 Ks, and that was only in five games pitching. So I think that he is very underrated when you look at that Kings of the North team that you know we have to play four times a year. Absolutely, very underrated. And also, another thing to mention about him, he's a lefty pitcher. There are not very oh, many wow, lefty pitchers that. in the league. So he's he's really tough yeah, to I pick up from that different arm them. slot. He was a good hitter. Like, not on Rob Hess level. Speaking of Rob Hess, Jenkins Owls, like, that's like a team that 
nobody really knows about. I've talked to AJ. Seems like a fine guy. He tells me like the expectations on that team, and like the way that he says it, he makes it sound like they're gonna be a really good team. Like he thinks that everybody's gonna be sleeping on them, and maybe we are. I heard that they have a six foot eleven pitcher. Six eleven. I didn't believe it at first until he gave me the Facebook. I looked at him. He's huge. He's a massive guy. He looks like he's gonna crush balls. Jenkins are definitely a wild card team. No one really knows what to expect. Uh, you mentioned they have Rob Hess, elite hitter in the league, arguably the best hitter in the entire league. I think probably Brett Clady's still ahead of him, but Hess is a really, really good hitter. Uh, so if the other guys can, you know, produce at the plate, find some good pitching. Yeah, AJ said that he was at a charity tournament. I don't remember anything about him. I don't remember how good he was, anything he brought, but he seemed like, a, like his roster is huge. You see the roster? 23 guys on the roster. I beat believe that's the record. record. Yeah, that beat our record last year, which is crazy because I don't know how you can handle all those guys, but we'll see how that goes. Right, what do you say, Ted? Who's your sleeper team? You know, I mentioned Max Alby earlier. I'm going to have to go with five Locos as my sleeper team. You know, last year they couldn't participate in the playoffs, which is really unfortunate, but they are a really talented team, and when everyone shows up, I think they can beat anyone. Yeah, and the roster, like, it's the same five every week, and five is a really good number for, you know, at-bats, especially, like, when you're a really good hitting team, like Logo with Augie George, Joey Rowley. Jamie Kennard, good hitter. They got some really good hitters, and when you're only batting five, they all get, you know, a lot of at-bats, and that's scary. Yeah, that's also one of the younger teams in the league, along with Roadkill. Uh, they have a lot of baseball experience, so they, you know, they, they have some wiffle IQ, and... I think if they can show up to the playoffs this year, they could be a serious threat to to go the distance. I agree. With this segment, we're gonna call a you know mystery guest every week. Gonna give a little somewhat a special call here to get his opinion on some sleeper teams. Kotsko. Hey, Katsko, uh, you are live on air for the In The Zone podcast. What's uh, up, Katsko? How are you doing? Uh, not much, guys. What about you? Not much. You know, we're filming our first episode here. Um, You're the our... first guest of the podcast, so yeah. congratulations. Oh, I'm honored. So we're doing a segment on sleeper teams for this year, teams that you know are under the radar. Somebody like might not expect them to be good. Do you have any teams in mind? I mean, I'd say, like, I think you guys are pretty good, under, are a little underrated. Well, I thought, but well, I'm thinking um, Five Locos could be scary good. Yeah, that's yeah. who I mentioned. Five Locos is definitely one of those teams where if they have the pitch, if their pitching is on, oh, boy. They have, because you know they can hit. What do you think about Jenkins Owls? That was my team that I think, you know, nobody really knows a lot about. Um. It's, I don't have an answer. I do not want to answer that. What does that mean? Could we get a little intel here for the podcast? I mean, I just don't know how they answer that about Jenkins. They allow, I just know they have 23 guys on their roster. Are you familiar with any of them? I know a few of their guys. I mean, I know Hess on there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, any team with Hess, Hess has to be there. able to hit a little bit, right? Um, I 
I know Devin Merkert. I think played for Pittston area. That's all I really know about him. All right, Kotska. Well, every week with our guests, we want to play a little guess the BWBL player. And so uh, you're going to be put the put to the test a little bit here. Oh boy. How you how you feeling confidence wise? Uh, I don't know. All right, so we're going to read you this guy's stats, and let's see if you can um, guess him. So this player batted a four thirty nine average. He had no home runs, 18 hits, 41 at-bats, and he played 11 games. He okay. did not pitch. Didn't pitch, so okay. So oh, actually, I was mistaken. He pitched two games with a 18 ERA. Oh, he did pitch. Two games. Not really, not really known for his pitching, but yeah, you heard the stats pretty solid at the plate. Fourteen, no home runs. He pitched, did he start those games? Yes, uh, yes. Okay. Oh, oh, pitching. He started one game on the mound. Okay. Jimmy Holly? Nope. It's a solid okay. guess. I'm going to guess right. we give him three guesses? Yeah, we'll give you three guesses. You give me three guesses. Oh, boy, this is going to be an interesting one because I don't. Because I'm not. Because i got to think of these You could ask for other stats if, yeah. you, if that helps you. Because I can't ask team. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay, but I'll, we'll give you this. So his average on his team, like team ranking wise. Uh, it'd be fourth best on his team. Fourth best on his and team. And his team did make the playoffs. That'll okay, help narrow so, it down a little bit. So that's so that's six teams right there. Don't on the idols because I hit fifteen because I have fifteen RBIs. Mike Lenchak. No. No. Oh, okay. That was that was my second guess. That's I was a solid guess. Life. That is a solid guess. All right, down to your last guess. Got to be a little strategic. This now. player actually had the exact same amount of hits as Mike Lenchak. So that was actually a really good guess. Oh, okay. So I was close. Yeah, you were. It's harder because it's like you think of the guys who didn't have home runs last year. Yeah, I was surprised. I, I thought you had a home run. Yeah, you had a home run, so it's not you. Yeah. And I can exclude uh, Diamond Dogs, any one of Diamond Dogs or BDE. Yep. Eleven games. Six games. Mike Lenchek had three home runs. Oh, I wouldn't remember that one. Yeah. Weird. So that's that's probably a game I I wasn't there for. Nick Pugh. You were looking for Jake Lukacic. Really? Yep, bad four thirty-nine, no home runs, eighteen hits. Oh shoot, I forgot Dick played like twenty games. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I forgot Dick played twenty games. I'm like, oh shoot. Jake had only wow, I did not think of when I think of thought of that, I'm like, wait, Jake only uh, Jake didn't have a home run last year? Oh wow. I would never have guessed that, actually. I'm not going to lie. He was, like, the last guy on my list. Wow. Yeah. You were close with Lenchak, had the team right. Yeah. 
I said, can't, yeah, but I didn't think it, I didn't think of that one. I didn't, I would not have thought of it. I thought he would have had home runs. All right, Costco. Well, we're not going to wrap up uh, this segment of the podcast, but we appreciate you coming on here, answering. Now, uh, give it a listen. Give the podcast a listen when it's all wrapped up. All right. We'll see you, man. All right, so moving on here, what do you got for your um for some World Series predictions? Yeah, World Series this year should be entertaining. Uh, last year was a classic. I didn't think Hillary was gonna make it that far. I had Kings, but I mean, I guess he wore them out, right? Yeah, Kings. Kings got beaten up pretty good in the semifinals against False Idols, who eventually won it all. Um, but for my predictions, wait, wait, wait what? No, no, it was Scary Hillers versus Kings. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's what it was. It went to three, and I was surprised by the outcome of that. Nick Pugh actually played really good. Yeah, there were some good games in there. This year, 2023, I'm going to go with False Idols. I feel like they're just way too good, you know, they lost Anthony Kaliti, that's going to hurt. They lost the legend Tom Hannon, that's going to hurt. But you know what? Kotzko did his thing. He added Mike Sinti, he added Dave Brigido, got himself a good pitcher. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Mike Sinti's game that well. You you played against him, right? How, how good was he? Yeah, we are former teammates. Mike's a really good pitcher. Uh, as long as he can stay healthy, I know he's had some arm injuries in the past. But if he stays healthy, he's a really good pitcher. Another underrated guy. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to go with them in the championship and then continue with my theme in the episode. I'm going to take five locos, kind of a sleeper pick, but we talked about it. Their talent is really good. They've got the pitching, Albie, Kennard. They've got the hitting with Augie and really their whole lineup. So that's my bold prediction. Give me five locos, false idols in the championship, and I'll take false idols to beat them in five games. So Dave gets his ring. Dave does finally get his ring, yep. Oh, man, like, I don't see how you can't, like, there's no scenario where False Idols doesn't make it to the championship, I don't think. Like, I, I think I have to take them in the championship. Like, I don't know who's on the other side, though, because all those games are toss-ups. I feel like, like we as a team are really, like, underrated. We have depth, but I'm not going to pick that. I'm not going to pick myself. Um, I think Kings of the North, after, you know, getting bounced by Scared Hillis, I think they probably play him again in a rematch, and they just destroy them, sweep them. I heard that, uh, wasn't it Ryan Hart? Who were they? Ryan Hart. Ryan Hart. I heard that he was pretty good, right? Yeah. So, I think with him, you know, didn't he play for them in the past? I think, he has some experience in the yeah, past. Yeah, he has some experience. So, I think they, uh, they definitely made the championship. Play them, yeah, definitely. That's my prediction. Who do you I, think wins? Um, that's tough. I I feel like it's it's gonna go to best of five, right? Best of five, yeah. It'll probably go to five because I think Brett's the best pitcher in the the series by far. But Cinti didn't he, a year off. He has a whole year to like get back to that performance that he was playing at. But I think. Like Moser, Cicillo, Dodful, they're, they're probably better than Cindy. So I'd say it goes to five. I'm taking Kings of North. I think they. Wow. 
Did not expect I that. think the Kings of the North win. I think Dave, whatever team Dave's on, just doesn't win. I, he won't get his ring. He'll retire or join Roadkill. I'm sure Dave will love to hear that. <laughs> I love you, Dave. Moving on to the next segment we have here. So with the theme of predictions in this episode, our opening episode for everybody watching, uh, the awards. The awards. Let's think about that. Yeah, awards should be fun. You know, that's always a big part of the league. Do you know what I think would be cool? If they, like, made it an event. Like, kind of like an NFL honors. Like, they, like, went to Verdano's. Everybody loves Verdano's, right? I know Sickle loves Verdano's. So if we went to Verdano's and had our own little award thing, that'd be kind of cool. That, You know, just throwing that out there, Sickle, if you're listening. You probably are. Consider it. But I guess we'll go, go big first, right? MVP. None of you guys can see where I'm looking right now, but I'm looking at my co-host here, Teddy, who was an MVP finalist last year. Like, he's just getting better. He's young. Like, there's no going down for him. So it'll be him or Brett. I know you're a very humble guy, but what do you think about the MVP award? Yeah, I mean, Brett's won it, what, the last two or three years? I mean, he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's insane. He's amazing. Best, best pitcher in the league for sure. One of, if not the best hitter in the league, so... He's a stud. The you know the boring pick is Brett. Still probably the odds-on favorite. Voter fatigue for Brett. There might be the odds are like minus three hundred. Yeah, he's he's definitely got a great shot to win it. But I feel like for entertainment purposes, we should pick someone else. Or like sleeper, darker, dark horse MVPs. So who do you think, Teddy? My MVP pick, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna go with Nick Pugh of Scarecrow. <laughs> You know, he's he's one of the league's premier pitchers. He's had some great years. I think last year, even he would tell you it wasn't his best year. I think he wants to kind of get back to more of his 2020 playoff days. I think he's been working on, on his game this offseason. He's definitely the heart and soul of that team. If he does good, the team does good. You know, me and Nick, we, all, uh, we, all, um, we always haven't seen eye to eye. But, you know, game respects game. So, I, I'm not going to lie, he's definitely a great pitcher, really good hitter too. So, yeah, I, I can see that, definitely. All right, that's our MVP pick. I think we have time for one more award. So, Jagger, what is your most improved player prediction? This guy, he's a great guy. You know, I don't want to spoil it already, but he was sportsmanship. Sportsman, what was it? Man of, the, man of the year, sportsmanship, man of the year, something like that. Listen, he's a good guy. He had his team last year, Dylan Ryman. He was my coach, core four. We didn't always get along, but you know I respect him as a person. He's a great guy, and I think you know him being on a, a team with Julian, a team where he doesn't have to you know ask everybody to play. Like he was always asking. Like his team like wouldn't show up a lot of the time. Like he got them jackets, hats. He was a great guy. And I think him not being a captain will be a positive because. He was probably stressed out from everyone not showing up. And I think he'll, his game will improve a lot, you know. He was actually, like, in core four, he was pretty solid a lot of the weeks. And I think that, you know, he'll be good on the, the 5-7-0. I don't think they'll be that good. But um, I think he'll be a bright spot on that team. You know, Dylan's a passionate guy. You know, he works hard. We've seen him, you know, put in the work. He wants to be a good player. Uh, he has the work ethic to do it. He's got some good pitches, his slider, when it's on. You know, it's a tough pitch to see at the plate. He's made some progress, so I could definitely see that 
I could definitely see. All right, hey, you'll see we're a little uh, crunched on time here, but to finish it off, the question that everybody asks here, who runs the BWBLPA account? Like, I don't. Like, I know you don't like calling out people. I know you're not a very confrontational guy, but like, you have some names in mind, right? Like, who who could run that account? Because you know he loves to expose me. You know, he loves to share our messages, which I don't really like. But he's giving me some hints. You know, I don't know if it's on purpose, but when he's talking about seventy seventy six, he always refers to like the team as like we we we. So could it be a guy? Who you know, play on seventy seventy six, maybe. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's probably the biggest mystery in the league. Nobody seems to know. It's got to be someone who's really passionate about the league, right? I mean, they know what they're talking about. They they put out off season content. Yeah. So I caught out Smalls. He didn't like that. I apologize, Smalls. I'm like a public announcement here. I apologize for calling you out. It's not looking likely that you run the account. I think um, Artem. He has, no, no, he has Twitter, man. He has Twitter. You can't see Teddy, but he gave me a face. He gave me a face. He has Twitter. I don't he, think Artem's He responded likely. to my personal video of me hitting nukes off my neighbor. You see that? He commented on that. Do you see that? Yeah, I did see that, but I don't think Artem I think he uses go as Twitter far as a lot, though. BWLPA. I don't know. I never met the guy, but, like, you know him? Like, would he do that? Like, would he make an anonymous account? I don't think that's something Artem would do, no. I... If I had to point to one team, I feel like it could be someone on scared hit lists. I mean, that's a team that is very active on Twitter. They're mm-hmm. very passionate about the league. I don't know who specifically. I've heard Jamie Kennard rumors, too. Jamie Kennard rumors, perhaps. You know, it's the biggest mystery in the league for a reason. I mean, it could be. Will we ever find out? Probably not, and that's kind of the fun of it. It could be Sean Fernandez. <laughs> for all we know, it could be Sean Fernandez. Yeah, for all we know, it could be Sean all right, well, thank you everyone for listening. This is our the- first episode. You know, it might be a little rough, but um, it'll get better, you know. With, uh, with more games, there'll be more content. I hope you guys enjoy, you know. See you next time.